Welcome back, guys. This is Mendeleev coming at you with the Mendeleev podcast. Oh, man. This has just been a blast. I'm, I'm so happy to be doing this. I'm so happy to be talking to my friends and explore this, uh, this strange thing we call the creative process. This is the podcast where we break down different methods and mediums that we all use to make music and write songs and be an artist and everything it takes in between. Today, we have once again a super special friend of mine. Uh, this is Lido Hernandez, an incredibly accomplished shredder sax player. Um, he's been playing saxophone forever. We both grown up in Santa Barbara together. We both uh, lived in the dorms at Berkeley together, uh, or at least on the same floor. Uh, he's just, he's done so much, like insane jazz player, but pop, everything, you kind of name it. And we discussed this whole new educational program that he's been developing. He's toured with insane, insane artists like the band Surfaces. He's done international tours with them. He's done Kanye's Sunday Service. We talk about that a little bit. Uh, oh yeah, be ready for that at the end. Uh, and And man, he's just a good dude. Such a sweet conversation. Uh, and yeah, it was an honor to have him on this podcast. So without further ado, enjoy Lido Hernandez. Did, did, Brad, did, Been, we've been at it for a handful of years, dude. We've grown up both in Santa Barbara. Uh, you were yes. born in SB, right? Cottage Hospital, baby born and raised. <laughs> <laughs> were you born in a bathtub? I was born in a bathtub, yeah, correct. How did 100%. I know? <laughs> yes. Dude, I was just I was just talking about that. Yeah, because we used to they, I was like filmed. My like my grandma filmed it. And wow. so like my actual birth and so every birthday I would watch the footage of me being born and I was like I was next to a piece of poop and like my mom just howling and screaming and I tell you what dude the the digital distortion of VHS and my mom screaming has never left in a, my traumatic fucking psyche uh, it's like, oh. Yeah, dude, just I it, I don't recommend anyone ever do that to their kids. <laughs> it was so bad. Dude, yeah. they had footage of my cousin being born. And you like the concept sounds lovely. It's like, oh dude, birth. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's like, man, birth and death are things that are like, uh it happens once for a reason. Like, yes, yes. <laughs> not every single birthday or death you're gonna like look at the footage. <laughs> yeah, roll like, roll the tape. Exactly. Oh, dude. And so yeah, and also like our our house burned down in the T fire in two thousand eight. Yeah. Yeah. Um and lost everything ever I ever owned in one night, including that fucking tape, which is the one thing <laughs> I am totally cool with losing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it's like Everything I wish we still had, not that one, dude. 
That you go, oh right. no, shucks. <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. Uh, you know, there's like a bunch of you know baby pictures and all the movies we used to make. I mean, talk about my my old Final Cut days. Uh, all those <laughs> movies we used to make were were lit, and I wish I could watch those again. But not not the the sauce of of me being born. That is not the sauce I want to relive. <laughs> no, it's not the sauce we want to share either. <laughs> Yeah, put that on your Instagram and smoke it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, I, I genuinely uh, um, don't know what to even even do with, with social media. So I understand. I just saw that, that you had deactivated your account or deleted it temporarily. Um, and if you don't mind, if I could ask you about that, dude, because I, I've been struggling myself, you know? Uh, yeah. And as like, uh, and always, and we've talked about this with others on the podcast, it's like, all different types of guilt. No matter no matter which way you lie, there's guilt. It's like you're a consumer. You're consuming too much. Too much guilt of consumption. You're a producer, and it's your job, and you've been producing too much, and you basically need everyone to pay attention to you, or you compare yourself to other producers or influencers, yeah. whatever. And Or you're a fucking, like, you're a conscientious objector right now, and I totally respect that. But at the same time, you're going to be like missing out on big announcements from friends and shit. And, you know, it's like that's a, a different kind of pressure that gets us to like, you know, get back on the horse. Um, yeah. And so and so was there like an acute incident that kind of uh, launched you to be like, all right, I'm going to call it on my socials. No, no. I mean, <clears throat> social media is great when on tour because it's yeah. like, you know, wake up whenever, have sound check for 30 or 10 minutes by the end of a tour it's like you know like you get out there and you're like and they're like great get off stage like, <laughs> line check yeah yeah totally yeah you're like i did work today and i got paid it's great yeah then, yeah, yeah right 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 <laughs> and you can make an epic video man some of those videos of you on tour man oh my god and i was able i was fortunate enough to to come you invited me to a show last year at the at the manhattan center you're you're touring with with surfaces uh, yeah, such a, a ledge band, and you were for me the highlight of the show, man. To Let's watch go. you shred face. I mean, you did keys, but your sax <clears throat> solos, man. When watching six, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand people light up on on <laughs> every time you just ripped one, it was just like, oh, destiny, dude. It was watching you meet true destiny, and and got me, you know, uh, stoked as all hell, man. Well, thank you, thank you, but like, dude. My guy, like, then I then you go to like perform the concert, and that's like what, like an hour of time, like a little maybe over it. So it's like okay, a work day is like just under two hours, and then it's like okay, yeah. what am I doing with all that other time? Right, it's like either what are you living in the bus, traveling, getting to the next city, trying to get a bagel and explore the city before sound check. Yeah, and it, it's like man, I'm not practicing. That's for sure because like it's not <laughs> yeah. there, and. Honestly, like it's not the environment that's conducive uh, for creation for me. I'm just like, yeah. oh, don't feel stoked about this. So I just consume. Right. You know, watch movies, read books, go yes. on the internet, blah, 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 blah. And consume. Getting off of that, it's like, okay, now I'm here at home, but like, oh, I've created this like wonderful, beautiful habit of consumption. Now I'm like a super consumer. Oh, dude. Oh, I feel you. And honestly, um, I have no beef with being a super consumer. It's just that a lot of the content people put out, it's it's like, um, 
has the nutrients of like processed food. Oh my god, there we go. Headshots. Nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Nailed and it. Yeah, yeah, that shit that shit can be hollow. Processed foods, man. Yeah, zero <laughs> zero calorie, but yet cancer causing. Exactly. And just like Jeez. Um, yeah, I hear yeah, you. Not, I hear you. Not Dude, the juice. I was um I was having this experience the other night where I was watching this movie or a show or something and and I just found myself scrolling halfway through and I was like wait like what like what what's going on right now like Damn why God. how didn't even realize um mm -hmm. and I'm just I'm on Instagram just or scrolling through and and not even like you know I'm listening to the movie but I'm not I'm not giving it its respect because I remember it was a, it was a good movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, and 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 I wasn't like, you know, and and anyways, it's getting to be uh, a problem in those moments, and so we got to do what we got to do, and I, I have full respect for for you kind of deactivating and going into to work mode. Um, well, yeah, dude, because like I think of it this way, <clears throat> um, having an attention span is something that I think one has to like be really conscious of and active towards making sure that that health is there to be present. Yeah. And by scrolling through so much content, it was like, okay, six seconds next, six seconds next. And I was like, wow, my speech patterns are changing. Yeah. The way I jump from conversation to conversation is changing. Yeah. My ability to listen to something and enjoy it is changing. Cause now I'm like needing that next thing. And I was like, whoa, this is um, <sighs> reflective of an attic. Yes, Addict. we we are, man. We are, and it's undeniable. Some worse than others, but uh, yeah, really, you can't look away anymore. And actually, I just wrote a song <laughs> actually called that. I, I can't look away, and it, it's like disguised in a love song, but it's about my phone. Yes. Um, yes. It, it's good. It's good. <laughs> Brother, I want to hear that. Well, check it out. Like every gain I've had has literally be, be, been because I've shut off the world. Mm, and focused mm -hmm. in on one thing because that's like all I as Lido Hernandez can actually consume yeah at a time it's like one thing yeah right and but you do have all these different facets and, and abilities and skills I mean you know you you have been, always been a shredder sax player and and we went to Berkeley together all those years ago and lived in the dorms around the same, on the same floor. And you're always, you know, ripping your sax and have toured with sax. But you got all these other hats of like, you know, being a producer. You're in your amazing, amazing studio right there. And, and uh, are, you, are you working on like songwriting or, or beat production? What's the, what's the current project? Current project, life. <laughs> working yeah. on life. And then I, I finally got to like a healthy point because like tour of, Tour is gnarly. I needed like a moment to breathe after that. Yeah. Have some adventures. Get me stoked to be back in the box. Dude, especially because you'd be gone a month <clears throat> on end touring, you know, night after night. Huge, huge theaters and venues the, and amphitheaters. The last yeah. one was epic. We uh, opened up for Laney and holy smokes, that right. group is ridiculously awesome. And they had, in total, were five tour buses going with like semi trucks. It, it was rad and Jesus. huge. And after three months of like like a one month of rehearsals, like half a month here, half a month in like Lidditz, then um, two months of straight nonstop go because Laney, they're built different and they can do a show almost every single night of the week, which is like, I don't know how his voice doesn't just die. It sounds amazing every night. And so at the end of it, 
I was like, yeah, I feel depleted. I need to get back in touch with earth, life, family, girlfriend, did all that. And now I'm getting super pumped, started surfing again. So yeah, I've been working with these kids all through Santa Barbara, uh, trying to give back to the community. And um, I've always had it in mind to make like learning easier and cheaper mm. and also have it be something where it's not like, here's information, like eat it, swallow it, like now make it. But yes. have it be something that like aesthetically looks and sounds and feels good to the body. And you're doing this personally? Is there a company that you're doing this with? Yeah, myself. Cool, man. That's, <laughs> that's awesome, myself. dude. Yeah, right. Oh, man. So, very, very cool. Yeah, give it back. Yeah, so, you know, I'm, I've am i got cameras over here, lenses and stuff, and I'm... Uh, yeah, you're taking, the, you're taking the plunge into the, the videography these days, seems like. Yeah, this studio is like literally a media studio, so... Yes. Doing no, I, that dive. Dude, I, I have a have a that videography and, and cinematography editing are always been such a huge part of my life. But even even in combination with music, um, whether it's making my own videos, uh, you know, or or maybe I just like fully obsess in one area or one realm and then mm -hmm. I get really, really into uh, the visual arts or graphic design and that kind of stuff. Um, and then, you know, spend a huge phase and obsess over that for a while and go back and the pendulum swings the other way. And I, I get reinvigorated with music and, uh, you know, work on an album again or, or kind of fresh ideas. Uh, and so the music and, and, and visual, visual mediums have always been kind of, kind of my bounce back and forth to keep inspiration going almost like a motor. Exactly. And it's that like that focus stoke that makes it happen. And so mm, I'm like mm -hmm. loving music right now. And I'm like, oh, this is great. While I still am pumped on that, yeah, I'm going to use that to help me read all these like manuals that could be really boring. But right now I'm invigorated and I'm like, oh, yeah, the Sony S, <laughs> like 7S3. Yeah. Like, what does that yeah. do? Oh. Well, no matter what, we're going to nerd out, right? We're, we're, we're <laughs> so gearheads. Hard. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, dude. And uh, and there's a whole because, you know, if if we're late to the game, like there's a whole world that we haven't tapped in because, you know, you have spent the, all of your 10,000 hours uh doing music or on the saxophone uh becoming, yeah. you know, the shred lord of shred lorders. So, it's nice to feel like we're back in school again. It, it honestly really is like when I help these these other students. Mm -hmm. If I'm not a student myself. I'm out of touch with them and I can't like understand what makes things boring or miserable. Ooh, and I think that's go. the secret sauce. Like that I is. have to be plugged in. Yes. Do you, do you enjoy teaching or do you, do you do a lot of private instruction mostly? Um, right now it's like full on classrooms. Wow. My te my title is music consultant. And where, where are these classrooms? Um, one is at SBCA, Santa Barbara, uh academy so wait, sbc yeah santa barbara community academy there you go uh -huh. and there i'm helping grades four through six learned band instruments and like putting protocols in the classroom because the kids all like we all went through it but they went through it so differently the pandemic mm -hmm. and so right now they're like little monsters and it's because like 
they haven't been in a classroom for three years. So they're just like, they want to talk whenever they talk back. They got like crazy sass levels. Like every kid always has sass, but right now it's like <laughs> especially delicious and ripe. It's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh dude, great. Nice. Nice. Oh, that, that's awesome, man. Yeah, my mom's principal there, and she's like, yo, Lido. She's like, I've seen what music's done for, like, our whole family. She's like, I want to be a, like, I have dreams of having this be, like, a magnet school for art. Mm. She's like, can you help bounce this program to where it needs to be? Because we've got rad teachers, but, like, oh, right now we need something extra, extra for these kids to read all about it. And I'm like, I'm, I got you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, dude. Oh, it, it makes me really happy to hear this, man. Um, and and so so you are pretty much full time over there uh, teaching, shredding, surfing, producing. Uh, are you on an in-between? Are there are there any tours coming up that you can announce or, or is it uh, uh, not, no. not ready to talk about time? Oh, no, it's, it's a good question. Well composed. Um, no tours are lead singer of surfaces as um it's no secret he's having a baby he, in fact it the baby might have already right. came i'm not on social media so i, I have no clue no you him. know what i i am though and i follow <laughs> forest so i i was i was wondering uh yeah ever since we met i was i've been kind of keeping up with him and uh that's right he is he's gonna be a dad and february's the so, due date so like any i see ah, we might have so, fred so, yeah, if he's doing that, and but I have seen that he's he's also doing some solo stuff. No. Oh yeah, so <clears throat> pre-surfaces and like current, he's always had Forest as its own LLC. Mm. Um, and he does stuff with Colin, and when they collaborate together, that's surfaces music. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a uh, cool. The dude is possessed. He just like poops out music every day yeah it's amazing it's amazing to to witness and and so uh is there kind of just a tentative open point of allowing him to be a father before the next leg next tour yeah <clears throat> i mean we have two hits um one that is let me look let me look on these on my text thread let's <laughs> see services should pop up um good morning boom we have so many insane text threads that i'm just like i struggle to keep up with which one's the one basically we're playing this festival in florida that's like a super hippie festival called white oak Ooh. <laughs> and i'm like we got one of those too like yes <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah cool nice yeah well and that's rad. <laughs> yeah, and so are you? Um, are you going to be uh, thinking about your own solo projects or releasing any Lido Sax music separately? Uh, like, because I know <clears throat> you've been making a bunch of beats on Logic yes. and, and producing music. Absolutely, I am definitely thinking about that. It's it's really rad to be a part of somebody's campaign and be like, yes, we're contributing to making your like life awesome, and. Mm. You know, it's like, oh, shoot, I'm getting paid. This is great. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, it's like, yeah, but I never sought out to be support. Right. As my main 
life thing. I, I didn't come here to this world to be like character B to somebody's air character life. Well, that's interesting because it, in some ways it is so s- instrument oriented. Like as a sax player, 90% of the time, you're the, the uh, shredder soloist uh, yes. or you're the cherry on top, um, you know, uh, kind of person to take it to the next level. But rarely is there just like a Kenny G making, you know, their whole career out of uh, frontman sax, unless there is. And I'm just totally unaware. I know in the jazz realm, that's a whole other topic. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, what does that look like for you? So I think you can relate to this being like a multi-instrumentalist. Like the more you dive into music, the more potentially you're not being married to an instrument. Like you have profound appreciation for it, but it's like, oh man, I find myself being far more of a creator than a saxophonist. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and producer and, and yeah, oh my God, your, your synth game is so next level right now. Yeah, like really trying to like up all the chops. And the more I do that, the more it's like I have to detach from the constructs of being like, like, oh, if I am this one thing, it will make me, I don't know, you know, like the next Charlie Parker, whatever the heck. It's like, oh, no, like I want to have fun and I want other people to have fun. Yeah, and. you know, you're, dude, I, I always have a blast with you, man, especially that time, you know, when I came into your studio, it was the first time in my life I ever <laughs> uh, got to use a real talk box, like an actual talk box. Uh, and <laughs> it was incredible, dude, so cool, such a legitimate tool. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, and you introduced me to, uh, what was it, XO, the, the, by XLM, the, uh, the, the, drum sequencing software which i've been yes. using ever since unbelievable so so dope um yeah pretty much every track i've been i've been using it and converted off of machine by native instruments thanks to you dude so definitely <laughs> definitely have, have you to thank on that um and and so and so you've been making a lot of these a lot of these videos are you gonna like do you set up a loop how does the process work man do you begin with like a drum beat a groove you set up the loop and then you you'll shred some sacks over it or make a video or something. Okay. So the videos right now, <clears throat> like I'm doing all the, like, like I'm creating the runway so that it can take off and not take off. Like, Oh, I'm going viral, but take off with me. Like just plugging in the work. Yeah. And so right now I'm at that stage where it's like, okay, what gear do I need to like capture what I have envisioned? And yeah. legitimately it's like, I don't even have music th- Mm, like not music me playing it as a vision for me to capture because that I'd want to tame Um, but what I do have in store for like me capturing content is like okay let's say you want to learn how to play saxophone because well I have one of those and I I know how to teach that so like you click on my stuff and you're like I want to learn how to play sax well how dope would it be to have like more representation you know you go on the site and you could click on somebody like your age yeah or like you're like "Mm, dude it'd be rad like i'm an old person i want to see an old person like teaching me how to play sax you go there and it's like boop you click on that or like let's say you speak spanish you can click on that it's like ooh, nice or you're like you're right you know you're you're a punk 
you can click on somebody who like looks like you. I think that would be really rad and dope. Yes. So I see. The I project, see. Gotcha. Yeah, the project I have in mind is like a little bit beyond me just being a talking head. Yeah. And like eventually, I'd like to get different models in here who like are dope at sax and have different things where they're teaching it, so it feels like. Like if the UN of culture came in this room and was teaching saxophone. Let's like go. Everyone could feel included. You're like, oh, dude, I'm trans. And you're like, yeah, so is that saxophone person. Like, Oh, great. that's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, dude. <clears throat> yeah, nice. and not, not have it be like on the nose, but just also not be like I've looked at a lot of sax instructional instruction stuff, and it's always like, one, it's like always like a dude, yeah, a guy, and right. I'm like, that's good. There's nothing wrong with that, but like, whoa, like, where's the representation for everyone else? And then, yeah, yeah, like I mean, oh, some of the fifties, forties, you know, <laughs> right? Yeah, dude, some some Kenny G looking dude. Uh, I know, <laughs> yeah. I know, and especially, yeah, dude, it's like, or that guy from Hollow Notes that's like seventy years old, the, the like white ponytail that takes every solo. Uh, yeah, and, but dude, I mean, to, other than you, some of the greatest sax players that I know or grew up with are 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 women. Like Vanessa Collier, oh my god, she's ridiculous, dude. She's um, rad, like or uh, or Haley Haley Newswanger, Newswanger. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However you say her name, is she's she's so so dope. Um, and Ermey Sun in that whole group just. Just absolutely, yeah. man. I hear what you're saying. I, I see the vision, and it makes a lot of sense. I hope this this ends up ends up working out. We got a name for this yet, or no? We spitballing? No, not yet. Not yet. I'm just trying to like get the right gear. Yeah. Do some like gear up. I'll, yeah, I'll probably release some like talking head content of my own, just so I can right. get the gear going and like start getting the platform set. Yeah. But yeah, 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 totally. I've always been such a slut for like really good filmic technique. <laughs> dude, tell me about it, dude. I'll nerd out all day, all day, dude. Oh like, man, super thirty-five, good film, like analog stuff. Like I mm. die for that, and like totally well-composed shots that tell a story without words or music. Yeah, and then like as a music creator, I think we both can agree. Like, yes, that's dope, but also like when music tells its own story. Oh yeah. When the yeah, like yeah. fidelity of what's captured sounds good enough to make you just like, oh yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> I want to mix the best of those worlds. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. I hear you. Basically, I want to create something really rad just to teach people how to like put their fingers on a saxophone. Like, yes. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Very cinematic, uh, filmic, instructional, tutorial, all inclusive extravaganza uh, yeah, dude, i think the vision is there I'm, I'm i'm hearing how it's how you're developing it yeah because bro like access to private instruction is limited to like people who can afford the resources and frankly that's that's not the best yeah and i'm like okay cool cool uh well how do we make it the best but also make sure that like you know, the payment is happening to some degree. Yes, right. Making it realistic. Yeah. And it's like, mm -hmm. okay, like me for private lessons, like if you want time with me, like honestly, it's like, ooh, it's, it's a cost commitment. Yep. But 
if I create content that's just always out there and like is able to hit way more people, it's like, oh, well, the cost goes way down. Yeah. Yeah. Share the load. Yeah. Yeah. And because, you know, like if I have like five private students, that's my personal time. That's different. But if I've got this content already baked up, ready to go, it's like, oh, yeah, that's it's going to be way less on the purchasing side. And um, if I could post some for free on YouTube, dope. And if I could have yeah. a warehouse where you can, like, access stuff um, exclusively. Yeah, great. and gear. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, let's pretend that, like, okay, you can access all my lessons for, like, 26 bucks or something. Yeah, wow. That's dope, and, like, it all looks super duper just rad and has good representation. Doesn't look like some dude planning out a murder in their garage, <laughs> which literally half of these is, like... Every they, they tutorial got, is, is, every, is murder plotting underneath. Oh, yeah, dude. Nice. It, they put the, like, the elementary school, like, photo day backdrop behind them. Yeah. They have, like, super harsh lighting with, like overexposed it just looks super sharp so yeah i see all those soft box you got you got in your studio right there good call man yeah because like when things are really sharp they articulate differently and it, it's just like a lot of murder scenes happen very much really so. sharp lighting yes yeah dude oh man i'm gonna you know maybe maybe after this is over but i definitely want to nerd out with you on on which you're kind of going for inspo on your own or your own tutorials especially jumping into this 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 cinematic life uh there's so many wonderful youtube channels out there that have been so informative for me over the years from from studio binder uh to lessons from a screenplay uh and to less to oh my god what was that name of the uh, uh every frame of painting this guy hasn't made a video for like six years but man there's some really good vloggers out there um that that are very like-minded and can be can be really inspiring so you know just to give them a quick shout um and and personally like i haven't done any teaching or private instruction for a few years now uh and i i intentionally weaned off most of my students uh but i have in the last like two months almost started uh making these tutorial videos and then putting them Let's on tiktok go. i I'm, i have like a whole tiktok tutorial thing going right now um it's actually yes. a bit overwhelming but but some of them have started really taking off um mm. and you know i've like been gaining a solid following in the last like yeah six weeks of just these tutorials and and some of them proved to be really helpful for some and i'm also trying to make them super fun and engaging and interesting um I'll, yeah i'll send some of them over to you some of them are quick like you know 30 seconds to a minute just jam-packed Let's go. Um, but they're fun. They're fun. I've been I've been having fun making them and trying to get them in a cinematic way. Like one of them, one of them, it's like not even a minute long, and it, it took me three days to make. Um, no, stop. Like, and it's humorous and and it's quick cuts and like zooms. Uh, it's about how to slap at a base, and uh, yes. it's fun. It's funny, and every single line is funny, and every shot is a different line, and it's stacked. And you know, I use my good DSLR. It's just quick whip pans and zooms. And and wild text and all keyframing and automation, um, and it's goofy. You're gonna you're gonna get a serious kick out of it. So I'll send it to you after this. Oh please, I am so ready for this. But also, it took way too fucking long. 
to make. Like, you know, just especially for just like a minute video, dude. It took like days, dude. Two, three days. <laughs> Wait, what, what's your handle? Do we got a plug on, for that? On TikTok? Yes, sir. I go by Mendeley of Music on TikTok. Um, All right, let's go. Yeah, yeah. My, you know, it's it's been cool because I have kind of, I don't know if I'm not supposed to talk about this in the air, but I was, I was originally hired by TikTok like five years ago. Um, or, or like maybe six years ago no like five years ago to post like five or six seconds a day and they'd give me like 700 bucks a month or something um, Let's go. and it was like this new company and I didn't take it seriously and I did it for a few months until they like I wasn't really taken off and they removed me from their roster and whatever but then like you know two years later it's like holy shit I don't regret too many things in this life but I I definitely look back on on you know, giving up on TikTok as as a big fail, and then they deleted my account too. Uh, oh, so, bro, they're scornful. They're like, yeah. <laughs> you don't like us, boom. Yeah, so I had to kind of start from scratch. A big part of it was like, so I don't know if you remember a few years ago, I was doing like the, those animoji covers. You know, the Apple does like they have those animojis, like you can be a dragon head or like a monkey head, and like I would do all these cover songs on Instagram. Uh, and I actually gained a solid following on Instagram from just doing these Animoji covers. And then I started putting those on TikTok. And I guess because like TikTok and Apple got beef, uh, it was like they weren't happy about it. And then I had to stop doing that. And you then, still there, brother? Yeah. Can you not hear me? I can hear you now. For some reason, it just went like dead silent. And I was like, well, okay. Ah, <laughs> no, no, we're, we're back, baby. We back. Okay, okay, okay. It well, dropped off right. You're like, and emojis. And you remember the, and it was just dead silent. And I was like, oh, am I being punked right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good, man. I, I, I just, you know, I appreciate you, you giving me so much of your time already, dude. This has been super, super fun to catch up. A big part of this podcast, and I've said it a million times, and I'll say it a million more, is just it's a, it's a way for me to stay in touch with my homies. And, uh, and I yes. have some wildly wonderful, talented friends, and I don't care about bragging about it. And I, I figured I might as well document these, these, these talks we do anyway. And, uh, you know, I just love shooting the shit and learning about your, your process with it, man. Um, which is super cool. And usually I've been ending with like asking people what's next, but you, you seem to have already kind of covered that. And it's really inspiring to hear about this uh, high quality, cinematic, all-inclusive educational system that you've been developing. Yeah. And honestly, that's like hard nerd stuff. And I love that because being a nerd's rad. <laughs> but the true what's next is me coming into my culture super strongly and just like bringing it wherever I go. And I want that to be all up in my music, all up in like the stuff one sees on my like socials, just being like, wow, this is, this is what it looks like. And so I'm, I'm digging deep in surfing, digging seriously deep in uh, sax repair, sax nerd stuff, like keys, singing, writing, uh, like videography stuff just diving deep going on crazy hikes baking nice. cooking all that stuff and just be like Ooh. all right this is all enough content right here and we live at such a special place on yep. earth where it's like rincon's insane our sunsets are crazy <laughs> i'm so like, glad you're surfing man i miss it more than anything here in new york city bro yeah yeah it's been calling you come it, come yeah. home 
I'll be I'll be back I'll be back soon, man. We got we got even more to catch up on and and uh, yeah, dude. I I look forward to staying in touch, man. And let's definitely let's definitely uh, jam out. I miss we missed you at Soho, man. At the last show, your celebrity appearance was was deeply oh, missed, dude. That was so unfortunate. Like this, all the circumstances for that sucked so much. I was like, wow, I'm missing like Christmas right now. Because playing with love <laughs> is Christmas to me. Oh man, you know I was I was uh, bummed out with a big bummer, and I think I told you this because we played at 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 this epic. It was a great turnout, you know, it was well over a hundred people. It was a hometown return, yes. as Soho yes. always ends up being. I try to keep it twice a year, but this time I was bringing the band. So you know, I brought Mitchell Hauser, I brought Jamie Howell on oh, drums, I brought, um, and, and it was gonna be. It was gonna be uh, Blom, who I've had on here, Blom Garcia, uh, shredder, 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 uh, guitar, uh, guitarist, and it was gonna be a meeting between you and Blom for the first time on a show, <laughs> and I was so excited to just like watch the two two samurais in action, and I was bummed because both of you guys texted me within twenty four hours, being like, oh, "Man, I can't be there." <laughs> and and so, no. so so it ended up being a trio show, which is fine. It was great. It was a great show. But one day, dude, it's I'm still holding it strong that it, well, it'll it'll be the meeting of the deities. D- um, have you ever listened to Madison Cunningham? Oh, yes, you have. <laughs> we talked about this. Yeah, I, I opened for her. We sang together last month or two months ago. Dude, I I just yeah. got hip to her like just. She's unreal, man. I mean, then she like last week, uh, she goes and wins best folk album at the Grammys. Well, yeah, all right, check this amazing. out. She's got the girl's like dipping her hands in so many genres, but one of her songs, mm-hmm. it's like called like Arrow Through or something like that. Oh yeah, it's so f- funky. Yeah, so and funky. Yeah, good vibes. And I was like, man, I would love one day to tour with Lev. Like Lev mm. and some of the like Shredder homies, but like the Good Vibe crew, mm. and I just play it. like super groovy, beautiful melodies, and just be like, yeah, that's all we do. We're just oh, toying barefoot. That sounds like the dream, and honestly, it's closer to reality than you think. We got we got stuff to chat about off air, <laughs> un- unannounceable things yet, uh, but but secret yes, stuff, dude, secret sauce that that nobody will know until later. Um, until they know but 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 genuinely i mean madison and i got to spend a day together and it was tremendously sweet um and we just you know we kind of just nerded out most of the time and she she really is one of profoundly one of the greatest young writers songwriters there are right now it's like joni mitchell with a shredder electric guitar Uh, did she go to berkeley or something like no 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 she come from uh She's been hitting it since she was a young little child, dude. Uh, she's wow. been at it for a long time. Uh, but no, she did not go to Berkeley. Uh, she's like, it was, the, the show was, uh, she and I were opening for Jackson Brown nice. uh, at, at the Broad Stage Theater, you know, alleged old 60s folk singer. Uh, and this is in Santa Monica for a benefit for the 40th anniversary of the Actors Gang. Which is this this acting company founded by Tim Robbins uh, from the Shawshank Redemption, the actor, like my favorite Whoa. fucking movie ever in the history of the world. Um, Absolutely. And so and so, what ended up happening, dude, is like the week of 
I'm in New York and I get a phone call from uh, or like unknown number. I answer and he's like, hello, woman, this is, this is Jackson Brown. And I was <laughs> yes. like, oh, wait, what? Like, oh shit. <laughs> like, I don't remember what I said. I think I said uh, uh, like, oh my God. Yeah, or something like that. I was like, hey, hey man, what's up? <laughs> he, he, we Basically, he like, well, he compliments the hell out of my voice and we proceed to talk for like 20 minutes just shooting the shit. And he's like, I'm very excited to be playing the show with you. Um, by any chance, do you know that song, I Shall Be Released by Bob Dylan? And I'm like, well, coincidentally, I've been playing that fucking song at every single show I played for the last like six months. Uh, yes. And he's like, oh, great, because I, I really want to sing that with you. Uh, what? It was insane. So so he, Madison and I all sang this song together. As no a trio. way. Yeah. And then get this, dude. He brings so so then Tim Robbins, the founder of the whole com theater company, comes out on stage at this theater and towers over because this dude's like six nine or whatever, and he towers over to sing that song with us. So I'm right next to Madison and Tim Robbins and Jackson Brown. We're all singing "I Shall Be Released," which is Bob Dylan's prison anthem, Stop. literally next to my freaking. Uh, Andy Dufresne himself from the Shawshank no, Redemption. Stop. You, you know, stop. singing I no. Shall Be Released. It was a cosmic fucking moment, dude. And, and <laughs> have your yeah, feet landed? Dude. Yeah. <laughs> have your feet landed yet? Are you still walking <laughs> on clouds? <laughs> it took a while. It took a while because there was just some deep reverence, even between them. You know, it was like when Jackson was on stage, you know, he and Madison and I, we were all just side stage, literally like cross-legged sitting on the ground, just just in awe and so happy to be there. And um there there was deep respect and and reverence and it was it was beautiful, man. Um but yo, I gotta but before we wrap up, I gotta tell you this this other quick thing where uh, I went to go see uh two or three months ago, I saw one night only of two people at the Blue Note here in New York, and it was it was Jacob Collier with Chris Thiele, and it was just them two. And I, 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 I mean, just ba before saying anything else, it was by far, hands down, the greatest musical th experience I've ever witnessed in my life. And and I've loved both of them, and I've seen both of them live multiple times. You know, doing their own stuff, and and Jacob on the full, dude, savant jazz realm. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you got you know Chris Thiele mandolin uh, you know shredder himself who is so classically trained folk singer but also i've seen him tour with yo-yo ma doing box suites you know Jeez. and so it's these two guys coming together and literally improvising to sheer oblivion uh and and also covering some you know really epic songs like they did old beach boys they did uh uh, old Beatles, they did, dude, they did Sly and the Family Stone. They covered old Radiohead. They covered John Mayer, uh, Gravity. They they just like, it was such a setup. They And it was just them two this whole evening. They did three sets back to back, uh, back to back to back. And man, it was like, the, the yeah, again, the respect that they had for each other and the attentiveness on every moment of every modal switch they had, every modulation, they were just so supportive of each other. Um, and it was it was beautiful to witness. Um, and then I saw that they announced they're coming back, but they're coming back with a third person next month. And guess who that is?
Who? Madison fucking Cunningham, dude. Oh my god. It's them three. It's gonna be them three, dude. She's she's just like not bound by a genre at the moment. Dude, she has a Uh, song in seven. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. She sings that like it's the only thing to ever sing in. (laughs) I I, like I try to get on that level, like listening to it. I was like, dude, that's not honestly. If she wasn't singing this melody, I'm sure like I would trash it. Most anyone trying it would trash it. But she sings it like with all the nuances and like, yeah, you know, little flurs that one would do when they sing something that like they've been singing their whole life. Yes. Yeah. It, it seems so effortless. And fortunately, when we played that show together, I loved it because she actually didn't have her band, who's amazing, but she didn't have her band. So she did the whole thing solo. Um, and which we nerd out over her pedals because she's just like, she has that new custom pedal that is like the Madison Cunningham pedal. Um, and we're, we're nerding out, <laughs> we're nerding out of our pedals, and uh, and and like every song she played, she had this like weird baritone bass sound with her acoustic guitar or with her guitar. And I asked her what it was, and it was this this DT whammy drop pedal. And immediately for Black Friday, I went and I bought it. And I totally stole it. So, wow, bro, I, t- I would like copy paste everything musically she's doing. I know, memory. I know. I texted her. I was like, hey, I totally stole your pedal. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I was very, very stoked. And it really has been cool. I've been playing some shows with it. Um, it's high quality octave, octave pedal. You can like literally switch any half step you want. Um, it's so strange, but it, it's cool. And and she, she uses everything so effortlessly. Um, yeah, anyways, I'm glad, I'm glad you're hip to her, man. And a lot of people... Uh, that I've been talking to aren't, uh, but those who know really know. Bro, I I've been listening to her like folk Americana bluegrass ish song. Yeah, uh, it's called like I haven't been able to stop listening to this. Um, it is called "To Another Land." Oh yeah, that was earlier. That wasn't on the Revealer, right? That was earlier album. That's Love, Lose, Remember. It's an EP. Oh, yeah, because she's been nominated for Grammys a few times, but only last week did she finally win uh, Best Best Folk Album. Going back to that initial thing about, like, too much, like, media overload. Yeah. Not having my being plugged into, like, so much media, I'm able to discover artists like her and just do a deep dive and, like, listen, learn, yeah. Like daydream, love their content, mm. and That's honestly, like, man. yeah. If I was plugged in, I don't think I'd. I think she would just like skirt right past me. Yep, yep. I know because your attention span will be shortened. I, I I know what you mean. Yeah, um, yeah, dude. No, absolutely. And I I also respect that you said that. Um, and, and I'm you know kind of new to the game too because I didn't really know about her until I I learned that I was going to be we we're going to play be playing the show together and then i i took the deep dive and it was really it was life according to rachel that really oh, just yeah. slapped me in the face and i just i took the plunge and i just listened to it nonstop. i had this uh this mushroom trip where i walked through storm king uh here in and or just upstate new york and i just I, I walked around the whole day just listening like almost on repeat to that song <laughs> It's so beautiful until I was just, yeah, I was convinced. It really is one of the most beautiful songs ever written. Um, she's she's definitely been the anthem to my life for the last two weeks. And I discovered her two weeks ago. And it's just been amazing, nonstop. And the best part is like, 
I haven't felt this joy and stoke for music as a listener since like high school. There we go, dude. There we go. Those are some in high school. Those those teenagers are really some of our most informative musical uh, experiences that we have. And so to tap back in is a big deal, man. That's incredible. Yeah, like I don't know if it's us escaping or like if the the like bewilderment is just so intense that it's like all I can do is consume this music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like obsessive. Dude, I I mean I have a very obsessive personality. Same. And the way she slings lyrics together, there's like some words that she uses where I'm like, damn, that's a pretty big word to consume as a listener. And I yes. easily can do it because she prepares it so well. And I'm like, wow, how do I yes. write like this? Yes, right. Yeah, do you, you, you don't really write songs and lyrics, do you? Or am I wrong? Um, just beginning the journey. Oh, let's go. Oh, man. I would have had this whole podcast be about that if... If I had known, I know now, now that we're finally touching on it at the end, dude. Uh, yeah, because because most people that I've had on here have mostly been been writers. Yeah, um, I, dude. And so, and so, yeah, where, where are you at with that? I'm deeply exploring my voice. Like I've always been around singers my whole life. So like mm -hmm. a lot of the like how to's are there, but it's like, well, that's good. One can know theoretically how to do it, but like. Mm -hmm. actually singing is different yes getting things to resonate and so i've been doing a lot of that lately and um finding things that speak to my personal voice and i'm like oh mm. damn this this human i identify so deeply because like you know it we grew up with like wetlands and uh, yeah. like jeremy here locally playing and it's like no, like she's she's from LA or Madison. If we're still talking about her, she's yeah. she's from LA. Yeah, um, oh, dude. There's this line. This line. Um, oh God, dude. I I gotta look it up. Uh, uh, okay. Yes. Um, once I knew. I was I was always a know it all. Too busy, too stressed out to take your call. Thought I would always find you there, sitting in your TV chair, while time is in a bar having a laugh somewhere. The nurse said you were waiting for me to let go, to let it be. It's like, God damn, Madison, just wrecking us. Uh, time is in a bar having a laugh somewhere. And the way she phrases it to you, I mean, obviously I'm reading it like a poem right now, but you, you got to hear her, her musical phrasing with it. It's, it's insane. It's insane. Dude, she she creates film sets in my dome. And yes, that's very cinematic, I'm, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm inspired and like I love Afro pop. There's so many genres that I love, and um, people who weren't really crushing the game, they definitely like made a brain impression on me that like, yo, if you want to succeed, you got to like be a X, like a jazz musician or like funk, but not not both. You can only do one. Mm, and yeah. she's a living testament that like absolutely not you can just do you and do it well and yep. like if yeah. it resonates it resonates and like i can't contrive the stoke 
that she's organically <laughs> put down for me. There, I'm like, yeah. Dude, there is there's no stokage contrival possible. I I if you if you uh if you have like a uh, lyric writing process you'd like to share with, or even like do you have a way that you you wake up in the morning and write or a regimen that you stick to like as if you'd be practicing for sax or or what is it that the moment overtakes you? Are, are you listening to something that inspires you and you're like, oh, I should try writing something myself? <laughs> as cliche as this is. It's guitar, man. It's like the oh. secret It's like I'm so limited on where I can go on the guitar, so it forces like other parts of me out. And like yes, the timbre is such a storytelling like thing that I find I my know. my imagination going, and I'll just start talking mm-hmm. about like things that just really get there, and I'm like, wow, this feels good and like it feels good to tell stories dude so wait acoustic or electric (laughs) it does feel good to tell stories um let's see it it cut out a little bit can you hear me uh yeah um yeah sorry i was i was asking are, are you have you been playing acoustic or electric um acoustic but Honestly, lately I've been digging into bass. Oh, there we go. And it's like each one tells such a different story for me because I don't have yeah. um I don't have funk chops on mm-hmm. guitar. It's more like folk writing. Mm-hmm. But then on bass, like the groovy, funky, like a like, you know, octave walk-ups and stuff. They yeah. they happen pretty organically. I'm just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what else are we doing, like, yeah. dude? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, exactly. I'm about to send you my <laughs> I'm about to send you my TikTok slap at a bass tutorial. Please send me everything, Lev. I, I definitely want to see what you've been shooting. Yes, or filming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, man. I'm. Uh, um, I mean, if you haven't already, not to do a shameless plug, but my YouTube channel is probably yes. my most cultivated, prized. Uh, 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 nest where I, I'm most proud of all of the cinematic achievements that I've done. 90% of it is all, you know, not 90%, but like all the official music videos I've done, mostly I've shot completely by myself. So I have all these techniques of how to make videos alone um, to the point where I've actually even started making tutorials how to do that. Videos about oh. videos. Um, and and, what's and the yeah. Social? What is it? On, on, on YouTube, I'm also Mendeley of Music. Uh, I'm Men- I'm now. It turns out I'm actually Mendeley of music on most things other than Instagram and Facebook, um, where, where I'm just Mendeley. I'm there right now. Dang, you look good. I got these. Uh, yeah. So if you go to any of like the official videos, um, yep. There. Yeah, all those guys. Like I have a whole EP called Songs for Mom, and, and most mm. of the songs on there have videos and. And I shot a lot during the pandemic and edited it all, you know, and, and a, lo- a lot of it is really editing and color correction chops more than anything else. Um, but, you know, I got sneaky techniques of how to operate the drone if you're by yourself. And one, I'm like, it's a full silhouette video. So I'm actually like using my silhouette to my advantage by operating the drone. And like, I'm literally operating it right in front of you, but you can't tell because mm. it's a silhouette, you know, and I'm holding the drone controller in my hand. But you, you can't tell because again it's a silhouette. Um, so yeah, I got I got these sneaky little techniques. And and 
do I know, especially if you're in the cinematic world right now, you're, you're going to um, nerd out a little bit. And I hope, hope it inspires, man, because that's the point of it all, right? <laughs> Dude, I'm inspired looking at this right now. You got stuff from four years ago that looks epic. You have stuff from 11 months to like one year ago. And like, yeah, I haven't oh. done any full um, music videos in a while. Uh, I have actually been focusing on YouTube shorts now, at least for all those like TikTok stuff that I have, the vertical videos. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and, you know, making all vertical videos is a, is a whole other animal that I'm really just starting to take seriously. Holy shit. What, what did you, sh what, um, I'm watching the silhouette video now. How in the world did you, do you mind saying this again? Like how you yeah, captured Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, which, which video? The last thing that I do. Oh yeah, so that was that was also during the pandemic. Um, a lot of it was I'm shooting myself uh, with different size lenses. So and then rhythmically, like if you're hearing the song, like splicing rhythmically, cutting techniques to the song uh, of me singing and using like this post production pan or zoom out. Um, and then and then I'll be kind of splicing in different shots of of either drone footage because this pier outside of my place. Um, back near Venice, California, uh, the, the, because of the, because of COVID they closed the pier. And so this like abandoned pier vibe, I like wanted to shoot on it for a long time, but I, I couldn't because there's always people there. And then the moment COVID happened, it was like, all right, let's, let's get some empty pier shots. Um, yes. and so a lot of drone stuff. And then I kind of, I try to sneak in the drone stuff with the, sh the actual footage. And so you can't tell. Um, I shot both on anamorphic adapters. Stop. Yeah. So usually anamorphic lenses are shit that costs like, you know, 50, 60, sometimes $70,000, like for the Spielberg yeah. ones, you know. But there's all these knockoffs now. And there's this Chinese company, Siri, uh, yep. that, you, you know, you can get like, you know, four or $500 uh, anam anamorphic lenses. They're, they're not at quite as high quality, but it does still give you that same kind of oval bokeh. And it does mm -hmm. stretch the aspect ratio. So it's like, yes. it's not just that it's wide angle. It's a whole other aspect ratio and it feels yeah. cinematic. Uh, and so and so there's like, and a lot of people don't know this. This is kind of a hack that I'm uh, giving away here. But the, the drone that I have, I got this like $100 anamorphic adapter for, for my drone. And that was the game changer. That's, I mean, the drone shots look great because it's a fucking drone. But man, if you add that anamorphic, adapter on there and you do a nice like symmetrical frame shot like you can't go wrong you can't because like when people crop their stuff to um make it appear anamorphic it just looks like a shot that's not too big that's yeah also cropped yeah 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 exactly that's exactly anamorphic right. is just like it's so massive. It's just like, ha, how it is, is this fitting? It's squeezed. So, so usually, uh, depending on if your camera can handle it or, or what kind of camera you have, uh, usually the image that you're seeing while you're shooting is very distorted. Uh, it's Absolutely. Like, it's like because the, the glass of the lens itself is oval. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. most, most lenses that we see are circular or spherical. Um, yeah. But, but uh, anamorphics are oval and so you're looking at a really weird distorted image when you're when you're in camera but in post-production uh, and some cameras can do this within with inside of the the actual body itself but it's yeah. called de-squeezing mm -hmm. so they de-squeeze the anamorphic image and it stretches it and so that distortion actually 
becomes this like expansiveness when it becomes de-squeezed. Wait, Lev. Yeah. Who, what or whom are you spreading on the pier? Uh, that is actually my mom's ashes. No way. I thought yeah. it was. Yeah, that's about the song. That was also on my my EP called Songs for Mom. Uh, and and yeah, that was the whole thing is about her. It's called the last thing that I do, um, and and it was this really strange experience where I like wrote it and made the song all within COVID. Um, and I really I really love this song, but I had it for a while. I'd like shot the whole video, and I didn't have an ending, and it was like driving me crazy. How like I couldn't put it out because. I didn't have an ending to it. And I, I don't know when or how, but way later, months later, the ashes thing came to me. Um, at least going, walking to the edge of the pier and, and, and spreading the ashes. Um, but also not to <laughs> get too hilarious. That's not, that's not her actual ashes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't tell anybody. Uh, <laughs> Just going to edit that yeah, one No, off no, now. her, her ashes are, are far too valuable to do like, you know, seven different takes. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> I've you never told. I've never told this to anybody, dude. I'm. I'm so <laughs> no, I, I know it's. I know this shit is morbid as fuck, but it's also hilarious and and important to talk about. We, yeah, th- dude. I think it was. Um, I was in Old Town Glee because then I went to the Glee Pier in Santa Barbara to shoot that last shot. Um, so you know, continuity error. Uh, that's a wooden pier compared to a cement pier. And I, I stopped by at this gas station and bought some uh, fucking uh, like cornmeal or whatever. <laughs> I was like, bro, the thoughts were running through my head. I was like, dude, you, you can't get those back. Like, that's gone. No, I know. Like- I know. And like if you see in certain shots, it's like the moment I take it out of the backpack, it's like explosion, like like plumes of of ash or corn powder, corn starch, whatever you call it, cornmeal. Dude, that's hilarious. I can feel your thoughts as that's happening. You're like, I'm so glad I'm not using the real thing. Like, oh yeah, dude. Oh, I've been we there, we actually still have a lot, believe it or not. I've been very sparing um, with them. I actually. You know, I did. I did actually leave some at Burning Man. Um, I brought some to Burning Man and left some at the temple, which mm-hmm. is which is this haven of that's constructed for people to uh, leave memorials or mm-hmm. notes or or you know different um, um, memorabilia for for the ones they've lost. And I, every year, it's a really intense experience the moment you walk in there you can't help but just fall to your knees you know it's 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 so overwhelming and uh i don't i don't think people like to talk about it too much just because it really is probably the most sacred special part of burning man um wow. and the night so the the second to last night of burning man they they burn the man and it's this huge you know party and cathartic release and explosions and fireworks and shit uh, and then the last night, a lot of people have left, but you know, thousands and thousands, fifty thousand people gather in a circle in silence and burn the temple, uh, and you, you just basically all together just are like, you know, weeping with fifty thousand people in silence. Um, it's it's insanely powerful. Uh, and so I did that year of in twenty nineteen. I brought 
uh, some of her ashes to to the temple. Um, and believe it or not, this year was the first year they they outlawed ashes on the playa. Um, Stop. Yeah, you know, it's not just them. It was actually um, the Native American tribe of the area in Nevada where it is uh, wow. said that it was kind of messing with the spirits. Uh, wow. And so, you know, I respect that, but I guess I was lucky enough to, to get there before the, uh, before the law, the rule. And I, I would respect it now, uh, but hey, there's no, there's no taking those ashes back. Yeah, bro, I'm watching this video right now. That yeah. moment when you take out the backpack, and <laughs> yeah, pluming it out. That <laughs> explodes! It explodes, dude. And I'm so glad that like your your mother's energy gets to live in all these places that it's been able to because yeah, just just not off of the Galita beer. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah. yeah. When, when I f first saw it, I was like, dude, these ashes look like like ground up bone. <laughs> and I was like, dude. <laughs> I mean, in a way, that's kind of that's kind of what they are. But um, yeah, I, I actually really tried for some color correction on it just because the corn shit was so white and uh, it's it wasn't very ash looking. Um <laughs> And and dude, again, when you're trying to film yourself, you know, I, I didn't have a hand filming me. It was like setting it up on a tripod on a windy ass day on a pier and trying to like, you know, first person cam this shit while I'm like fucking, oh man, there was just, there was just fake ash everywhere, all over my camera, all over my lenses. No, it was, stop. it was a scene. It was a scene, dude. Um, and I haven't told this to anybody, dude. So this is, it, I, I'm it glad. It stays in this vault right here. <laughs> it stays in this vault that I'm about to make public to the world. <laughs> yeah. What did you capture on? Is this the um, Pocket 6 or the 4? Oh, yeah. No, I don't have Pocket 6. That, yeah, that's the uh, the Black Magic Pocket 4K. I don't have the 6K. Um, yeah, honestly, it, I mean, that the camera is amazing. It doesn't take any photos or anything, but that shit, like, it costs just... As equal price as your iPhone, you know, um, it's a great camera. It's a great camera, and uh, most of the video, I think, almost all of it was either that camera or my my drone. Um, Stop. And yeah, you know, and the song is good too, man. When when we're off here, you should definitely uh, give the song a peep. It's a really weird, unique combination of electronic, and uh, it's almost housey. It's a little housey at parts, and um, but it's also super haunting and spooky. And my face, especially when you, I do like the longer lenses shots of my face early on, um, uh. get real, get a little creepy. Um, and and the it, it vibes well with the song. You know, it's not. It's kind of a a spooky haunting song. Brother, you have one thing here that I can't even. <clears throat> I'm trying to figure out how you did it. It's the Talk very end, uh -huh. and it's a drone shot, and the sun's mobbing down so quickly. It's like <laughs> easily like twenty five minutes of sun going down, bro. I, the, bro, the I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a guess, slow. dude. Yep, yep, yep. Exactly. I'm gonna give you a guess, dude. Do you do you have any guess as to how that that happened? Well, 
as a drone shot, I'm trying to figure it out because I'm like, okay, that means he had to have like fully powered drone sitting up there the whole time to get and that those board. waves. Those waves are going in slow motion if you look close. Oh, I know. That's what I was. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, okay, I think he might have done two things. One, this could be because like a horizon is so beautiful. Like I love uh -huh. horizons because they they open up the world. So I'm like, okay, he could have easily captured this drone shot of the ocean and the pier in like a matter of seconds done and then mm -hmm. he could have potentially gone up to like a similar height put his tripod out there and captured the sun going down and then like done a copy paste magic overlay with like like oh my god dude i fucking love you dude <laughs> that is that is it oh so okay so i mean it's, it's a bit deeper remember this is covid so i got a little more time on my hands <laughs> So so all right here's here's what happened you're you're right it is two superimposed shots uh yeah. one is of yes that slow motion just drone of the pier and the ocean the second is a time lapse from my place that I had lived at uh of the sun going down okay and that time lapse I took that time lapse yeah right you're exactly right on a tripod and I did superimpose it uh, because there's nothing easier to crop out than a fucking horizon. And so yes. he put those two shots on top of it. But here is where I felt a little spark of personal genius, okay? Wait, I, wait, I, can I just guess it? Can I guess yep, a little bit? Yep, yeah, dude, hit I, me. I notice that the ocean is also changing to oh, the, oh, yeah. the sky. So I'm like, ooh, that's a touch of like excellence. Is it something to do with that? Uh-huh. Yep. That you're 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 warm, dude. You're warm. Hit me with it. All right, dude. So basically I nested them together as in like I guess that's an Adobe term, but in Final Cut you just group these two shots. Once you have this like the thing you're happy about and and the two shots, they're like you you merge them into one, okay? Yeah. And then here is the bomb, bro. I keyframed an automated color Stop. correction. I went through and I, I took keyframed I keyframed color correction of the sky and the ocean from going to a warmer orange and then and then as the sun sets to desaturate it more. And I keyframed the whole thing. So it you you'll see there's no sun reflection exactly on the ocean, but the color does shift and change. Uh, and that's what sells it. That, that is it. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm looking to see how many frames roughly this is because this is like two seconds, three seconds, four seconds, five seconds. Yeah, no, it took a while. Again, I had some time on my hands, dude. <laughs> You're sitting there like, this is going to be amazing. Yes, <laughs> it really dude. I, you know what? I didn't even know what to. I just wanted to get these shots, and I like. I oftentimes start with effects that I have in mind, and so I didn't even know what I was doing. But it was COVID, and it was literally like right when COVID hit. So this is like March 2020 when I got all these <laughs> shots. And dude, what I did was, uh, I, I mean, it was such a fucking weird state of mind. I would wake up every day, I would edit for 13 hours straight. I'd go to Holy bed, God. and I'd wake up the next day, and I'd do it again. And it was like because wow. of COVID, I had all this time, and it was so weird. I was in a, I think I was even smoking at the time or like, or I, I was smoking weed or, or, or yeah, I think I was, I think I was smoking weed or something. And I kept it going very regularly, almost like a very tight regimen. 
And for after like a couple weeks, it took the whole thing. I shot, edited the whole thing, man. Other than other than the uh, the ashes at the end. <laughs> that that came later. That came later. I was like, how's this gonna end? Yo, um, do I want to keyframe this? Nah. <laughs> no way, dude. Um, but I did the same thing. If you go to the beginning of the whole video, where it's like a slow zoom of the pier, the same shit. I I, I superimposed a time lapse footage that I took over that pier shot and automated the color correction as well. You did, bro. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, wait, how is that sun moving so damn fast? You know, with such a slow motion pan or zoom. And. The, the starting with like that vignetting or yes. like going that that really helps it um sell it yes you're right you're dude exactly oh my oh. god yo we have so much more to nerd out on Lido. Um, I, I mean we, we can for time's sake because i don't know who wants to listen to a thousand hours of me but like <laughs> We we could end this pod, but I bro, I got questions after. Uh, oh oh yeah, I mean, you. dude, why not? I mean, honestly, we're already at the record. We're we're already the longest pod that I've done yet. But <laughs> but you know, I'm not I'm not cutting any of it, dude. So so what what you got, man? If there is any other questions, I'll, I'll answer whatever. <clears throat> All right, I don't know how recently you've been in nerd mode for camera gear, but oh yeah yeah, it happens. It keeps going. <clears throat> okay, perfect. Um, over the pandemic. I was like building the studio, finishing out closets, building in like work desks, building in benches, getting lighting, like doing research of like how to match mm. and balance color, all this stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> Accomplished that. Great. I, I definitely have patience. So I'm like, okay, I have this goal. It's going to take me like five, six years Oof. of like prep to be like happily seated so I can just charge it. And yeah, now that's I'm at some real that. Patience. Yeah. And I'm, I'm at that like fifth year right now. Um, wow. I know. Um, and with, so with some, you know, international fucking uh, tours in between. Yeah, exactly. Because so, it all started with Kanye. Oh, right. You, were, you played the, uh, the Sunday, Sunday service. Sunday service with Kanye. I forgot that. Oh, I should have said that earlier on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we could just plug this in the beginning. Yeah, bro. yeah. We'll just plop this. You know, because everyone's like, oh, bro's a genius. Like, yeah, he's just like incredible, this, that. Every rehearsal, I was like, man, I don't see genius, but I see a dude who's tapped into, like, the practical. Yeah. And practical resonates deep. Yeah. Deep. Yeah. Like, Especially, oh, yeah, all of his, all of his, like, using voice as an instrument and resampling was, yeah, game changing. Yeah. I mean, we'd have rehearsals. <clears throat> everything would sound really good. But like, let's say like I'm sitting there, I'm like, damn, that bass is like kind of loud. Like it hurts my ears a little bit. Well, if somebody's struggling with their ego, they might hear that bass and their uh, subjective might overcome their objective focus. Mm. And he just comes in the room objectively. He's like, oh, yeah, this sounds great. Like, oh, I love this art. We're going to cut it. And you're like, what? <laughs> and he's mm. like, yeah, that was great. Like play it again. Oh, I love that. I'm glad we all got to experience that twice. Now it's gone. <laughs> it's just like, whoa, whoa. You have like wow. no attachments to this stuff. And he, it was like, oh, I want to bake a chocolate cake. Yeah, get that vanilla out of there. Like, let's taste some of it because that's good. Now we know what vanilla should taste like down the road. But like, we're making a chocolate cake. It should have chocolate in it. <laughs> it's like, yes, it should. And like, it should be moist. It's like, yeah. And 
And then it's like, all right, great. We made a moist chocolate cake that feels good and isn't too sugary so we can eat a good portion of it. It's like <laughs> dense. So let's make sure we cut small slices, like things that are just like, oh, this is practical. And yes. um, yeah, I see what you're saying. He was so, he showed up so like every day, very practically. And I was just like, man, that's what people are calling genius. His ability to just point out the things that as objective people looking in, we can agree with. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. And so seeing that's, him that's amazing. play music, write music, I was like, dude, this guy's not, for, for me at least, I was like, yeah, this guy's not like a genius where he's like pulling out this stuff from some sacred place. I was like, no, he's just not letting the bullshit live his life. Yeah. Yeah, and then and there's and a self-trust and not only confidence, but just like um, um, reliance on personal taste without without swayed by um, environmental bullshit or um, other people. <clears throat> well, yeah, I, I think we've all been there as creators where it's like you do something that took you a lot of time to create and you're like, mm -hmm. objectively, this is good, but like also objectively, like it doesn't fit anywhere. Yeah. So, so we spend yeah, weeks trying to fit it. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Even more, man. I mean, tell me about it. That especially that project that we were just talking about, my EP songs from Mom. It was like, I don't know how this fits anywhere. I just know the theme, and I mean, stylistically or genre-wise, it's like it's mayhem, dude. It's chaos and it's all over the place. But if uh, you know, all of it was written with with one thing in mind, and uh, that's the thread that translates. And you give them some beautiful that. sweeping drone footage and backdrops to, to you know, supplement the the musical vibes. It, you know, it, it made for for a solid project. Definitely, it's funny Heck enough yeah. how it's like my least my least streamed project of everything, uh, mm. but but I'm more proud of it than probably anything else I've ever created. Let's go. I love yeah. that, and I don't know if this necessarily applies to that, but like. People who get, and I've definitely done this, gotten married to something and been like, I've known instantly, like, yeah, this, like, I I need to, like, save this for a different date, different project. Mm. He is A-OK -okay with being like, all right, guys, like, y'all spent, like, your life energy curating this thing. That's so awesome. All right, we're just going to, like, scrap it completely <laughs> and keep on going because it doesn't fit. Nice. And I love it, how you led with the compliment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, yeah, and, and it's like, you know, if, if we need, if we have a square peg, ideally our eye expects to see a square something go through that thing, and that's mm -hmm. going to be really satisfying. Mm -hmm. And so he just creates those, and it's, I, I don't believe he has like an insane amount of resource. He just is willing to go back and be like, all right, well, I have to abandon ship there and start over. Okay, I'm doing that. Wow. And I think that, people that interpret takes, that as genius. That takes so much self-confidence and, and, and power to, yeah, <clears throat> to tear down the wall and start from scratch, yeah. man. Oh, my God. Yeah, but, like, I also saw what he was using, and he was so open about it. He's like, you guys, I'm not a dope keyboard player, drummer, this, that. He's like, I'm not. He's like, most might even not consider me a musician. He's like, although I rap and I do this, so, like, I am. He's like, but when it comes to playing these instruments, like, no shot. He's like, but I know how to relay the information to you guys who are epic at playing it. And I was like, oh, shit, he's an insane delegator. Yeah. 
And I was like, yo, if he can do this as like just your like average Joe, basically, mm-hmm. um, in terms of skill level <clears throat> yeah. on playing these other instruments, I was like, anyone can do it. They just have to tap into that letting go and delegating yes. and taking the time to like find the words and like really find their vision. And I was like, ah, that's where he becomes the point zero zero whatever percent. Yes. And I mean, and I'll see, you know, I can see how this, uh, you know, self-appointed uh, uh, deity, which creates his art so strongly, <laughs> exactly. does, gets, gets his ass in a lot of trouble and rightfully so. I mean, at a certain point, especially in the recent years, you know, it's I just been like, dude, shut the fuck up. Um, I absolutely like. But but, you know, but, you know, all that being said, well, we probably should have said that before talking about all this stuff. But but I fully agree, dude. And it's it's uh, it's so cool to hear you coming from personal experience with this and being able to witness it firsthand at the Sunday service, which was just unbelievable. Um, And I still watch footage and listen to that. And just it's it's so powerful, man. Um, Brother, yo. After witnessing that firsthand, I was like, yo, I could do it. I've always wanted to, but yeah. I've just been dead silent on it. Like no one would ever know because mm-hmm. I like, oh, I want to do this stuff. Ha ha ha. But like deep inside, it's like, nah, man, I want to create with no limitations. Yeah. And so I started that journey 2019 oh, building wow. okay. this. I, I went from building a practice room to being like, screw it. It's going to be a music studio. A beautiful studio. You got that amazing <laughs> synth, the the Moog, or, right? Or the Moog One? Moog One. Yeah. You got the insane talk box, the authentic real talk box. Um, yeah. You got the lights, the vibes, the the sound absorption. You you got the soft boxes for, for lighting. You, it's just awesome, man. It's it's all you need, and and I love being there, and I can't wait to cook up with you next time I'm I'm around. But uh, yeah, I do gotta hop off, but I, I love you, bro. I love you too, love. Hey, yeah. um, next time you're here, please hit me up. Yeah, and, we be surfing. Oh my god, I want to surf with you so much, Born. Dude, bro, we're gonna surf, dude. I we're swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God, dude. Love you, bro. I love you too, bro. Have a good day. Your tar. <laughs> oh, thanks, bro. Bye, Bye. Bye. Bye.